I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And this, this is That Other F Word. Hi. Hi. Katrina, it's March. It is March. You know what that means? I've been married too long? <laughs> it means we've been in shutdown for like a year. We it have means- been in shutdown one year, basically. It means Easter candy is available. Easter candy, thank God, is available. Easter Reese's Easter eggs are my favorite thing. So if you'd like to send them to me, please do. Thanks. You no, know I love, I love, you know, like the little Cadbury, like pastel colored eggs. No, you don't know those. Okay. They come in like a purple bag. They have like a dark chocolate version. And yes, I do know. So I'm not a big Cadbury and I'm not a big. I'm kind of a chocolate purist and snob. I really don't want anything in my chocolate other than peanut butter and specifically Reese's. (laughs) If it's not made by Reese's, I'm out on the peanut butter. Wow. Yeah. Very classy. Uh, Very highbrow. (laughs) Or high maintenance. I believe that's super annoying. Um, But March, there is something else. I guess. I guess. (laughs) It's Women's History Month. Woo! And Woo! I got married on International Women's Interna- International Women's Day, by the way, everybody. Hop on for Donnie. I know. <laughs> I don't think he knew that at the time. It's fine. So, did you know that at the time? No, I don't actually think it. I don't even know if it was a thing when we got married. Let's see. I just realized my microphone is like a foot away from my face. Oh, well, there we go. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see when International Women's Day started. Oh, I got a whole situation. You have a list? Of course I have. I don't believe it. Okay. Roll. It's like story time. So get ready. Got it. Um, so Women's History Month began as a local celebration in Santa Rosa, California. Most of what I'm saying, I'm directly quoting from a website that we will put in the links. The Education Task Force of the Sonoma County Commission on the Status of Women planned and executed a Women's History Week celebration in 1978. So for those of you listening at home, um, remember the 70s is the time of like Gloria Steinem and a new fight for women's rights. They're still trying to get the ERA through the Equal Rights Amendment. So let's put it in that context, right? Uh, The organizers selected the week of March 8th to correspond to International Women's Day. Uh, The movement spread across the country as other communities initiated their own Women's History Week celebrations the following year. In 1980, Consortium of Women's Groups and Historians, led by the National Women's History Project, which is now the National Women's History Alliance, successfully lobbied for national recognition. By the way, also my birth year. Go ahead. How about that? In 1980, nope, I already said that. No, you didn't. Uh, <laughs> In February of 80, which is when I was born, BT dubs. How about that? Uh, so, Jimmy. Carter issued the first presidential proclamation declaring the week of March 8th, 1980 as National Women's History Week. Subsequent presidents continued to proclaim National Women's History Week in March until 1987 when Congress passed Public Law 100-9, designating March as Women's History Month. Between 88 and 94, Congress passed additional resolutions requesting and authorizing the president to proclaim March of each year as Women's History Month. Since 95, each president has issued an annual proclamation designating the month of March as Women's History Month. So, so it, it was a, it was a thing when I got married. 
I had no idea at the time. It didn't matter. It was just, it was a good day. I did want to, and I, I resisted the urge to look up any of the proclamations under our previous president. Well, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but I did pull a clip out of Biden that he issued that I thought was pretty great. So what he said is throughout America, and when I say he said, I mean, probably someone else wrote this, guys. I think we all know that, right? But okay. Throughout American history, women and girls have made vital contributions, often in the face of discrimination, discrimination and undue hardship. Courageous women marched for and won the right to vote, campaigned against injustice, shattered countless barriers, and expanded the possibilities of American life. Our history is also replete with examples of the unfailing bravery and grit of women in America, particularly in times of crisis and emergency. Women served our nation during World War II, led organizing and litigation efforts during the civil rights movement, and represented the United States on the global stage in the fight for human rights, peace, security. Far too often, their heroic efforts and their stories have gone untold, especially the millions of Black women, immigrant women, and others from diverse communities who have strengthened America across every generation. <sighs> so, I mean, it's probably not a surprise to anybody listening that women have kind of largely been erased from history. And I think even for me, like when I was just generally looking at like stuff you should know about women in history, like there's a lot of, I don't know. And first of all, a lot that we'll never know because importantly, the people telling the story featured themselves. <laughs> no. Rich white As, men only talking about themselves. <laughs> Which is both like something that we should condemn, like that's not, but also kind of just human nature, right? Absolutely. Like we see things from our perspective. Sure. And I mean, some, some, sometimes it's not always, it's not like with bad intent, right? You're I right. Mean, uh, it, I think it is human nature to take credit and to see things from your own perspective yeah. pretty exclusively. And so that's what they did. And, and I think, you know, I was looking at, you know, one of these women's groups did an analysis of, um, you know, you know, textbooks and stuff of that nature um, that people are using. I think this was about five years ago. And like 70% of the people mentioned were white men. Um, most of the time women were mentioned, they were talked of in a, you know, kind of a domestic through that kind of prism, right? Yeah. And, you know, I think when we think about the big thing I, I know in history that I like learned when I kind of had my own realization about what we were lacking in terms of women's history was when I learned about the suffrage movement as an adult. Yeah. And that's still the main thing I think of. But when, when I was getting ready for this episode, I was like, yeah, that, and, um, um, <laughs> well, I mean, look, I didn't realize, I didn't know when international women's day was, I get married 13 years ago and it's not even close to on my radar. And I was a grown woman 13 right. years ago. It's not like I was <laughs> a young child and know nothing of the world. I just, it wasn't, I don't know. I guess when you're young, you know, you get wrapped up in all your other crap that sometimes you forget that it's kind of a big deal. Even well, and also right, women. 
we, you know, I think that of course, so much of who we are is like baked into us, but you only can output what your input, right? And so we go through school and we're taught this story that now as adults and in this time period, especially we're realizing was to use a word I hate, problematic. Um, <laughs> I feel like that word gets used way too much, but I don't know a better word for this. Like, it's so skewed, the history that we were taught. Um, yeah, not, I mean, across America, right? Not, just with, not about, not with just respect to women's rights, about all the things. Oh, in every way. Especially, um, especially when it comes to race issues and it, be, and it comes to women's issues and things like that. But basically the marginalized, um, really the history is very reality and what we were taught and what's in books is a very, very different thing. You know, we talk right. about whitewashing and I mean, it wasn't just whitewashing. It was like sugar coating some pretty. Well, I will say, I think I've mentioned before, I took a class in high school that was African-American history. And it really like, it was the best teacher I ever had. And he, it like, he picked classes that maybe like weren't his specific deal. I mean, he was, he was a white guy, but he felt like they were important that they should be offered. And so he took those kinds of classes and I mean, it just like shattered stuff. I mean, I think that the history that we're taught in school is like, you know, there was slavery and then that really nice president, Abraham Lincoln, who was just like, almost like Jesus came and he fixed it all and gave all the black people a hug. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, this very pious, very perfect. Yeah. Right. Man. And like, and, and we don't know hear that. about the trouble with women at all, really. I mean, I, maybe I learned about women's suffrage. I remember, and we can talk about this more, but like, I feel in terms of women's history, what I learned was like, here was a really great woman who did a really cool thing. That was it. But it wasn't really in the context of what was wrong in the world around no, her. And it wasn't. And we, you know, we learned, we all learned about Rosa Parks. Everybody knows who Rosa Parks is, but everybody heard Rosa Parks sat on a bus and started a revolution. People didn't hear what happened, what the real ramifications of what she did to her own self and her family and physically what was done to her. We didn't, we didn't hear about that. It, it sounded to me like she just one day got on that bus and said, you know what the hell with it and sat down and that was it. Yeah. Also, they never mentioned that she spent a very long time uh, training. She was an activist. Um, yeah. <laughs> and part of, part of the movement, she wasn't just like F it one day. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like on a Tuesday, she was like, fuck this, I'm tired. I'm going to go sit down. And like, <laughs> just started a revolution and nobody spat at her and nobody physically accosted her. No one, you know, threw her to the ground. We didn't hear any of that. Well, and there was a woman before her that they were going to put in that position. And then she was, I think it was because she was pregnant or something. I, I can't remember. There's actually a drunk history episode about it, um, which of course is, has got to be just a purely wonderful source of information. <laughs> well, it's not, I mean, most of the time though, at least they're like actually talking about stuff that we didn't hear about. And nobody, it's very cool. You know, nobody wanted to talk about because it was taboo or because, you know, oh, you know, it might hurt our fragile sensibilities. Well, 
maybe screw your sensibilities. Screw my sensibilities. Even kids. I mean, is there not a way we could say these things? I mean, that was what happened, right? So they decided, oh, this is too heavy for a child. We could say it in a way a kid can understand. Right. We can make it accurate without being atrocious. I mean, we don't have to say that, you know, somebody did, you know, some really horrific thing in, in graphic detail, but we can, we can report his accurately. Well, I think it's really, now as we're talking, it just occurred to me, it's really important that we figure out a way to make history both true and more representative of reality, but also age appropriate. Sure. Cause I'm sitting here thinking like, who do you, who do you picture in your head when you picture someone who's a history buff and someone who's really into history? Me actually. <laughs> so, but I think generally speaking, an, an old man, an, an old white guy, like on the toilet with a world war II book. Right. And that is backed up by, I'll read this. This is from time magazine. The American market still needs the reminder earlier this year, Slate's Rebecca onion and Re- Andrew Kahn conducted a survey of American market for history books in 2015 and found that 71.7% of biogra- biography subjects were men. And about a third of all books counted earned their brilliant categorization of, of, quote, uncle books, books about a president, the founding era, the Civil War, World War II, Abraham Lincoln, or royalty. Well, like, maybe people would be more interested, like people who looked different and thought different would be more interested in history if it wasn't just old white guys. Well, and I mean, look, and, and, and all in defense of what happened to we're in a different time and women did not have rights. So men were, we can't talk about the, they were the decision makers. Of course. I mean, so, you know, and I do think that we should be judging people on the entire quantity, like everything cumulatively of their life instead of one action. Yeah. Our, our founding fathers were imperfect people, just like all of us, all of this is very self-righteous of us to say, well, you should have talked about George Washington's wife and, and we do some, and you know what, she wasn't though, the one who made all the decisions, right? Um, right. He was, and yes, he owned slaves and yes, he was a, an imperfect person. This is also like, we have a different accent probably if that man is not in charge, right? Like we, yeah. Was, I'm just thinking about George Washington. I learned about like, yeah, and he, he owned slaves, but would, he really didn't want to. <laughs> yeah. It, Sorry. It's, it's all, but it's all like all this, it's very, you know, yes, of course, we're going to hear about the founding fathers. That's what we had. We didn't have founding mothers. Um, the women. Well, and I think that's, you're making a good point. We as feminists aren't saying, you know, I think, you know, the thing that we hear about when, uh, when we want to tear the statues down celebrating people that were racist and slave traders and all this kind of thing is that you're erasing history. We don't want to erase history. We want to make history more fully representative of the truth. But yeah, we don't want to say, Oh, we're not going to talk about George Washington anymore. We need to talk about George Washington in a more realistic. That's right. Uh, Him being an, an imperfect flawed person, him being able to do what he did because his wife was home raising their children and keeping their household which is a job, which is a hard job. And, you know, sure, but just, you know, we got to understand that when we are hearing about certain aspects of history, we are only going to hear about middle-aged white men because that was who was allowed to even be in that presence, in that 
yeah. job. Women weren't yeah. allowed to serve in the military. So, you know, we do hear here here and there about women who harbored soldiers or helped or did things espionage wise and things like that. And we do need to be better about rooting that out. But this is hard now when we've got generations of past when we've it's always it was generationally white men writing it, it's hard to find those those couple women stories that right actually happened and you know Abigail Adams is one I hear about a lot. Sure. She was pretty cool. Was. Um, a lot of them were really cool. These are women who were strong women who, like I said, you know, did a lot of things. They didn't, and they weren't just housewives and they weren't just mothers. They, they did do things. They did help their husbands in their jobs. They, they were more active than they were given credit for partly because that's not what you did. Right. Well, and can I tell you like something that <laughs> I feel a little guilty about, but you know, I was thinking like, oh, I could throw some like stuff in this episode, like specifics, like here are people people should know about. But I look at like these lists of like, you know, 15 women from history you should know about, 50 women from history you should know about, 94 women from history you should know about. And like, I just can't. Like, I, <laughs> like, I do want to know about that. But like, when do I do that? Like, I guess I could do that in the couple of hours between when we put the kid down to go to bed and then when we go to bed, but normally I'm like eating dinner and. Well, well like retroactively um, go back, I guess, read a story every once in a while. Well, what I did, so Courtney bought me this really cool uh, puzzle for Christmas and it was a, it's a round puzzle of feminists. That's awesome. Like women in history, like important women in history. I should find that puzzle to show everybody, but, um, and there are a couple men on there, a couple men who did help empower women. Uh, Why are there men on a feminist puzzle? Men are feminists too, everybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, Frederick Douglass, there are several. Um, and what I did was I was like, Oh, you know, I don't, I don't really know that one. And by the way, guys, it's okay to be a feminist and not know every feminist that ever existed on the earth, by the way. Correct. I just like to throw that out there. And if that's what you expect, I'm not, I don't, I can't, you know, um, no one can be an expert all the way on everything. Um, unless maybe you're a brain surgeon, that, that would be helpful, I guess. Right. And well, I want them to know a lot about the one thing I, I would like, you know, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of feminists out there. That's a good thing, right? There's, it's not even unreasonable for us, but anyway, I was, t I would like look up if I didn't know, I was like, Oh, I'm going to read about this person now. And so that's how well, I was kind of, you know, doing it slowly. And I said that, I guess, to make the point that a, it's really important that like this, this could have happened when I was a kid, right? Like this yeah. could have been the history that I learned all along, but I guess also watching television and documentaries and things like that, that is a way that like you could inject this into your life in a way that doesn't feel like homework that you don't have time for. Right. Well, sure. and, and yes, we should have been doing this all along. And, but, but even in our really horrible history, we learned, we didn't learn about every guy that ever did anything either. I mean, well, and it's okay. Like just as it is okay not to know about every feminist, it's okay to acknowledge that like we were underserved by our curriculums <laughs> and, and like you're not a bad person or a bad woman or a bad anything if you're not up to date on like 
No. And I mean, there's only so many hours in a day. We only go to, right. you know, we only go to primary, you know, like primary school for 12 years. And, and that sounds like a long time. That's not, not a that long, long time and not, and you know, it's not 365 days in the year. I mean, what is school? Like, I mean, so, days, you know, 250 days of the year. I don't know. Cause like, I, I don't know that math, but how much could so that kind of, you know, we learn. Yeah. That kind of partially answers our next question, I think, which is, is it important to have women's history month? And, you know, I hear a lot about, you know, when it's like black history month, I don't hear it as much with women's history month, but every black history month, people are always like, you shouldn't make one month black history month. It should all be all. And like, every it's a lot of times white people, there are black people who say that a lot of times it's white people who say it, but I think every month is white history month. Get over yourself. Correct. Um, yeah, like, like I said, go see the 71% of biographies about a white dude and then let's talk. Um, but I think that having until history that we're taught in school is actually representative of reality. Um, have to have it is important to have history months set aside for marginalized groups. Right. Don't you think? I do. By the way, I did look up um, off topic or not. I did look up Trump's proclamation just because I, oh. could, and I scrolled and there were a lot of my and eyes in there, which I am not surprised by. No. A true champion for women, that one. I love women and women love me. And they always have, even back in con- like Confederate times and uh, when the country was founded, they still loved me. And they love when That's I grab them by their P word to bring Ben Shapiro into it. <laughs> <laughs> or, or two of our favorite people to make fun of here. Um, oh, sorry. beautiful. I had, to, I had to. I saw more my's and I, my administration and I than I think I've ever probably seen in a proclamation by a president, which just surprises no one. Surprises absolutely no one. Absolutely no one. It it did make me chuckle a little bit because I'm just like, can't make this shit up. Oi. Like you literally can't make it up. (laughs) So what, when you think, when you think of women's history, what jumps to your mind? The fact that I got married on the (laughs) international. No, I mean, it's just, poor Donnie just been browbeaten by women his entire life I will say in addition to like oh I didn't hear that much about the suffrage movement until I was an adult I didn't know that much about how they marginalized black women until even later well right it is that's that's right that's something that I think that probably bothers me on a really because we if you haven't done it, then you need to look at yourself. But, you know, we all, we all are really worried and interested in our own selves and forget all the people that we, you know, just stepped on and plowed over and our, you know, and so like the women's suffragist movement and um, knowing that they were just a bunch of junior league women, um, <laughs> no offense, but sorry, there's a type and they're all these white junior leaguers fighting for themselves and didn't care about the black and brown women who don't get rights till much later. Um, that's personally like that upsets me on a very special level. I think yeah. that's so epically shitty that it almost takes away the fact that we 
not quite because you know like I said it, it you gotta you gotta take it for the whole thing not just one aspect of it that aspect to me is just well and I think so you know, self-serving I think that because it seems so self-serving to me um that it because if we if we I say we as the white women we're so worried about women's but women's votes and getting them you know would it not have been smart to have more? But I think, I mean, so obviously mistakes were made. Um, (laughs) But I think, so a couple of things, I think it's easy to look back on a fight like that and say, well, here's all the ways you did that wrong. Sure. They wrong. But, um, you know, I think we also have to take the context of the time and place into consideration. And I think the last thing, this is true when we talk about celebrities today too, but when we're talking about historical figures like George Washington, like Susan B. Anthony, like Katie Stanton, they are not perfect saints. And they are people with problems and weaknesses and I think we venerate people in a way that isn't healthy sure. for us. Well, we all do it when we're, I, when we're, when we're focused and we get down that rabbit hole and we get tunnel vision and can't see anything beyond. It's like, no, we got to get these rights and, oh shit, we forgot a bunch of people. Right. You know, like, but man, you know, it, it, that, it just, it, it really does. I get it. I get how it happens, but that it just, it bugs me. Yeah. It bugs me a little bit more than I think some. Yeah. It broke my heart when I learned about that. Um, it, it, but it's know, another it, example of just it being so easy to gloss over the ugly parts. Right. You know? And I think that's, that's kind of it. It, you know, part of two making celebrities and all these things, cause they're basically historical celebrities, right? Like making yes. them on some, um, pillar or pedestal that you know they're they're they were our heroes right and then you're like oh man you're you're kind of a sh- I mean uh, cool. <laughs> uh, you're not making yeah. anymore okay okay I mean people- it's a really damaging thing that we do in our society and I, I think I I almost think it's like our version of royalty celebrity and well, and these figures in history and it's right well is it not is it I mean, maybe if we didn't, if we, if we were more accurate, instead of putting them on this pedestal and just saying, Hey, this is a person who did really great things. And they were just a person. Like you said, instead of elevating them so high to royalty, maybe they don't fall as far, you know, like, you know, when you're up at the top, you only have down to go. And, and that's heartbreaking. You know, it it literally only sets us up for failure or for heartbreak. Well, maybe when we, look at them and realize they were just regular people. It makes achieving great things more accessible to us. Sure. Right. That's right. Instead of just having this big, you know, well, I could never do that. She was a different, like, yeah. Right. Absolutely. And I mean, (laughs) you know, so it's, you know, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, Happy women's history month. (laughs) I get to have this podcast because Women's History Month, I guess. That's right. I mean, we would not be allowed to speak. (laughs) Back in the day. Any kind of forum outside of the house, basically. 
So not have loved us back, back in the day. Yeah. No, I don't survive like Salem, Massachusetts. Let's be honest. <laughs> so fuck it. Like my history would have been erased so many freaking, you know, a couple centuries ago if I yeah. had been <laughs> around. Yeah. They definitely wouldn't love us. Um, I'd have definitely burned a bra in the seventies. I would have, I'd have had a picket sign beat the shit out of some men back in the with my picket line what a fun what a fun time to have been alive <laughs> god it's probably better that i just stay here I'll pick now me. i'm good now i mean really like i did maybe that's what we need to think about to make us grateful for you know being here alive in the pandemic times well, I'm certainly grateful. So like, that's why it's just so upset. It's like, they did all this great stuff that allows me to have, you know, it's how we feel about our veterans and, you know, here we're pretty grateful group, you know, I'm really grateful that we get to sit here and talk shit about whoever we want and freedom. Right. And yep. a lot of people fought for this and gave their lives for us to be able to do this. It's not without notice. Right. And without things. And then, but it's like, and I'm super grateful. I don't have to live back then. And be the one yeah. to do this fight, to be honest with you. Um, it would have been, because I, you know, I don't know. I'd be the asshole now looking back, you know, someone look back at and go, hmm, you beat the wrong man. Or <laughs> <laughs> that man would have created the vaccine for COVID, but you stabbed him with your fucking picket sign. <laughs> right? I don't know. Let's nobody let Katrina time travel. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Oh my God. If I got to try time travel, the shit I'd do and what would happen. I mean, I don't even know the butterfly effect of what would happen. I'm uncomfortable with the idea. I just watched Hot Tub Time Machine again and just. <laughs> it doesn't seem like something we should do. <laughs> I shouldn't for sure. No. 100% should not. Should not no. be about time travel. No, I'd get some terrible disease just from like breathing wrong air in a different time. So it's probably not for me either. My delicate system. I might just a whole entire countries may not exist today if I were to love <laughs> that. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's be grateful for the history that we do have. Absolutely. Um, and and try to educate here. yourself when you can about what history like looked more like than what you learned in school. Or maybe all matters that just don't completely surround, like involve yourself. Right. Like yeah. something about somebody that's not like you. That's like always a good trick, right? You know what I'm going to do? Hmm. There's this book called The People's History of the United States. I think that's it by Howard Zinn. I'm going to say right here, right now, I'm going to read that book. I'm not, I'm not going to read that book, I don't think. I'm going to read that book. It's supposed to be like a, a, the... I think what it is is the history of America from the view of people who were not in power. Okay. You'll tell me if it's. I'll let you know. I'll give you like a book review. Please. If you fall asleep at any points and during said book though, I'm out. Okay. <laughs> I want to know who wrote this book. Howard Zinn. Oh, Howard Zinn. Okay. Sorry. That's all I know. <laughs> Do we know anything about him? No. Other than he's a man? Oh, that's true. He is a white American guy 
which is not a bad thing. Everybody settle down. I was about to say as a joke, but then I realized people would think that I was. You're allowed to be a, a white man, Kevin. It's fine. Well, and what I was thinking a minute ago was, you know, even though women were oppressed there in, in the wars, you know, especially the revolutionary war, it was a lot of white men who died to give us the freedom that we have. Um, for some people, <laughs> some people were free after that and people were free to different degrees. However, I think it's important that we're not saying that we don't want to hear any more about any white men in history. That's not a thing because that would be, well, it would be an inverse problem. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, that's why I do have a problem with, like, we talk about this a lot of cancel culture, all that stuff, like erasing stuff. I mean, and we've likened it to before, Nazi Germany, they didn't make, Hitler didn't cease to exist, but no one has erected a Hitler statue in the times, in, you know, the town square. It's in a museum where it belongs, right? So, you know, but Howard Zinn was in fact a, old white guy Just well i think i think mitch would have had us in this episode about 10 minutes ago so we should probably bring it to a close <laughs> just saying all right well everybody happy women's history month celebrate however you see fit mm. um i don't know <laughs> some of our listeners have questionable taste and choices are included in the link some um <laughs> There's actually um, the New York Times did something really interesting a few years ago where they noticed that the obituary section had been mostly white men. So they went back and looked through history and um, wrote up some obituaries from the past of outstanding women. So that's something to look at. Um, and yeah, and um, I guess if you're online, you might look at thatotherfword.com. You might check out our Facebook page. You might check us out on Instagram, thatotherfwordpod. And uh, while you're remembering all those ladies from the past, you should also remember feminism isn't a bad word. Thank Bye. you. <laughs>